0: Welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I'm Doug, with me is Deb. Lou. The only show that somehow managed to walk into a staring contest with a squirrel.
1: I need a lot more information.
0: Of course you do. That's what these openings are about. Um, Not really. On my way here, I was coming up on this person that was just standing in the middle of the sidewalk. And there was a squirrel on the opposite side of the sidewalk. Like, not the block away side, but, like, the, like, three feet yeah, side. Yeah, just, like, there yeah, yeah, on the sidewalk Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. squirrel's on, like, okay. the lawn area. It's an audio medium. They can't see what you're doing, but yes. Sorry. But, yes, you've described it perfectly. Um, <laughs> and, like, as I get closer, like, the ladies really not moving and the squirrel's just sitting there, like, eating whatever squirrels eat. I don't know. Orfie meat. That's whatever very... it is. Wow. Um, the remnants of dog bones—I don't know—and um, by dog bones, I don't mean like the treats; I mean like actual bones. Um, That's immediately
1: I have, what I thought. I Thank have you. theories
0: about squirrels. Anyway,
1: how I know they carry the black plague, but Jesus,
0: those are those are rats.
1: Um, no, actually, they totally. squirrels found are basically tree rats. So the there you go. Years.
0: There I said it. I, fuck you, conspiracy theorists. Squirrels are tree rats. I said it. The truth is out there. Anyway.
1: Isn't that a Batman joke about... I was going to say bats being mice with wings, or
0: rats with yeah. wings. I've got to clean my claws, because I've got a flying mouse to kill. I said that backwards. I'm sorry, uh, whoever wrote the 1989 Batman. It's, I've got a flying mouse to kill, and I've got to clean my claws. All right, then. Um, Not a great... Well, probably a great uh, Jack Nicholson impression now, but not for that. No, not even close. But anyway... So as I get closer, the lady like starts like inching um like radially, like keeping a parallel on the squirrel. And so she was
1: literally having a staring contest. Okay, with the that's squirrel? what I
0: said. So I kinda like stopped short because she like you know, we kinda caught like locked eye. Like, well, I mean, Like, caught is she each trying to attention. be
1: dominant to the squirrel?
0: I don't know. So I walk and I go Am I interrupting a staring contest? Because that's what I ask strangers in public. Well, also, then, if something
1: weird was happening, you gotta question it. Yes,
0: and then I, and then uh, about on the second floor of this building next to me, this little rat dog starts uh, kind of yipping,
1: Ugh.
0: and I was like, "Oh, the dog and the squirrel were having some kind of like weird string contest," and this lady was like some kind of officiant. <laughs> Was my logic? You,
1: you don't think because she just no, stood you, there. You don't think she was an anthropologist trying to record the impressions no. between the two?
0: No, no, oh no, 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 no. You looked at this lady. She was like, if you put like a, a timer in her like hand, like she'd be an officiant of this completely, utterly.
1: Why do we just imagine her having like the chest time thing where they both just? Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: So it turns out this woman who had the yip yip dog was feeding the squirrel. The dog would stare at it for no reason.
1: So, you're telling me they had like some kind of weird superiority or like basically. It was a weird
0: like symbiotic relationship thing happening, but the lady that was on the ground floor with me. Sorry,
1: I got Erasure Love to Hate You stuck in my head there.
0: I guarantee you, if I left, that's what she was singing to the squirrel. um,
1: It makes sense.
0: That the lady was just a spectator in this now. So she was just watching another lady feed the squirrel to appease her dog's, I don't know?
1: Irritation? No, the dog didn't seem irritated. Need for irritated.
0: Like, the dog seemed, like, genuinely trained on the squirrel. But not, like, in a so, hunter way, but in a curiosity sake.
1: So basically she knew to tell the dog it was okay to stare at the squirrel? Yeah, and there was a witness. So, out of curiosity, what street
0: were you walking on? This was on 11th.
1: Okay, I'm just saying. Does
0: that help or?
1: Well, no, because I mean, I used to work over on Thirteenth, and when I walked home on Twelfth, there was some random homeless dude that totally I used to incredibly weirdly catch humping trees and smacking them Someone every once in a while. Some of those are sexy. Like I said, I, I don't mean having sex with trees; just literally, like, basically, humping them and occasionally smacking them. I am not the only one it's who saw science. this. Like I said, I'm not the only one that saw this. This was actually kind of a weird thing for everybody who lived in the neighborhood. But he wasn't hurting anybody, and there was no like weird nudity. Well, if you weren't a tree,
0: that's not like he ever.
1: Like I said, he never actually damaged any of them.
0: Well, now you're just being mean.
1: Wow. <laughs> but like I said, so it's one of those. You're like, I was walking up Eleventh. I'm like, you know, that actually seems a little weird for Eleventh. Twelfth would be different.
0: Yeah. Anything on the ten line? late nights? I mean, like, if you live in Denver, Colorado, then, you know, the infamous zero and 15. Oh, no, I I said on Dan. Yeah, that was a complete Um, joke. Like I said, no, the 15. Late nights, zero and 15s? Like I said,
1: I I rode the 16 for a long time because I worked way the 16. It goes way the fuck out into golden. Okay. But like I said, I rode the 16 for a very long time, and if I needed to get home without walking, I would have to jump to the 15, and I have to be very...
0: 16 for so long i would imagine you have to go down to a 15.
1: (laughs) like i said i had to very much mentally prepare myself for colfax after dark yes and like i said it's just it's a completely different thing it's most of the people on there are fine but every once in a while you get that one person that
0: uh... oh you mean like the furry that was sitting at the bus stop eating grass because that's what their like persona would do yeah. That actually I know. wouldn't
1: that actually wouldn't bother me at all.
0: No, but it was weird coming up on it.
1: Oh, there was definitely something to take in, but it wouldn't bother me. It's more just, you know, that fucking dude that felt it was okay to take his dick out.
0: I did have someone jerk off behind me on a bus. Well, oh, I
1: remember. I completely remember. You told me about that.
0: I still feel weirdly okay about it. I'm like the back of my head must be great.
1: It's probably so because I can play- push all
0: the skin together to make it look so, like a vagina. So you've been
1: playing a video game recently. It oh, took no, up we're not jumping into. We're not going there. Like, a lot of your time. We're not going there. Okay.
0: Yeah. No, we're, we're starting out innocuously. <laughs> um, I
1: really hope you've been vaccinated, and don't mind the clap. It's okay. Penicillin will take care of that.
0: So, the 30 Rock special. Did you watch it? I should have no, asked actually, this, no, ask this no, actually, No, actually,
1: I haven't. But I just haven't been in the right mood. I do not care about spoilers. Go nuts.
0: Actually, there are, are no... I read
1: some summaries of it, but I did not actually watch it. It's...
0: Okay. I, if you compare it to... I'm and I'm going to use this... Yeah, the Parks and Rec special. I loved it. The Parks and Rec special was... I mean, other than being for charity and all that, and, and um, yeah. was very Parks and Rec. And the 30 Rock one was very 30 Rock. Yeah, but I mean, correct me
1: if I'm wrong. Wasn't it for the upfronts?
0: Yes, it was basically the 30 rock special was an hour long very funny commercial for the Peacock app.
1: Yeah, I've tried that. I've literally only found one thing I'm interested in and I can get all and of everything. It was the 30 rock special. No, actually. I can literally get everything <laughs> I'm even vaguely interested in on the Peacock from fucking Plex.
0: Well, and they have like NBC Plus or whatever. But um
1: well, I also just don't pay for shit like that anymore.
0: It, it's it's not even a it's it's a, it's a good 30 rock episode but it's not a great 30 rock episode once again it in, like it has advertisements for ads for the peacock app in it as like a meta reference
1: that actually has never particularly bothered me about stuff like that it's just maybe it felt It takes super, you out of it real like I said, fast. maybe it felt super forced because I, I love 30 rock I think because of you.
0: I feel, like, is, yeah.
1: I feel like you recommended me to it at some point, and I liked well, it. Well, I got into 30
0: Rock way before I got into Parks and Rec.
1: But like I said, it's one of those things where at the end, it made sense, but it felt very
0: forced. 30 Rock? Yeah. No, the ending made sense. Especially with it, it also just Kenneth taking over NBC and being some kind of weird immortal.
1: But like I said, how quickly <laughs> all of that happened felt very forced.
0: Um, I don't think so. Um, I think coming back to it was... Interesting is it kinda of set up a bunch of stuff. Okay. Like um that Jack has gotten bored with retirement and wants to go back back into TV. Like it was
1: Jack was essentially bored with retirement from the get go. But he remembered you totally need, you know what is that? Like glass dishwashers. So yes. you can see the dishes getting clean.
0: One well, also sets up that they're gonna like relaunch like uh TGS, The Girl Show, or whatever. Like Girly the
1: Girlie Show.
0: Yeah, the, well, the uh, the SNL analog oh, like I said, in it that. Was,
1: it was originally called The Girlie Show. They made it TGS. TGS when they got Tracy Morgan.
0: Uh, Tracy Jordan.
1: I was trying to be... Yeah, it was
0: good. I know. Who... They get the whole cast back, and it's fucking awesome. Um, but
1: did they handle it as well as Parks and Rec?
0: <sighs> it's two different things. Because thirty rock the 30 Rock special was basically... A show built around putting commercials into which I know if you read the Electric Acid uh, Kool Aid Acid Test, like that's a whole thing. Um, that oh, you know, TV shows are there for before. you to watch something between commercials. Yeah. But um, we're wobbling with my Sorry. Horde. But anyway, I mean, we're banging on it. But um, whereas the shut up. Oh, I thought that was a snide sideways look. It wasn't. Um, but that the Parks and Rec episode was made, like, to be, like, self-contained Parks and Rec. Yeah. Um,
1: and 30 Rock was not at all. It,
0: it wasn't. I mean, maybe it, it, was, it
1: was more realistic and fit more with how the show was set, but it's still... They both
0: they both catered to themselves perfectly. I will say that. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. No, it makes complete sense. Yeah. But, I mean, um, one might have been a little bit more easily digestible.
0: I, I think... For what they were doing with both i liked what parks and rec did better but 30 rock made me miss 30 rock and parks and rec didn't make me miss parks and rec does there's that some, make
1: sense it absolutely does there's okay. still some things i really miss about parks and rec and mostly that i only want like a three I series your,
0: uh, i looked up your symptoms on the computer and you have internet connectivity problems <laughs> whatever it was yeah, and that's definitely. how I got spaghetti in the keyboard. Like I said, actually it's more
1: the fact that I really just want like a three to six episode John Ralphio spinoff. As Doug cannot answer. Kill. For like I said, just just like I would
0: stab a nun cool. for a John Ralphio spin off. Like I
1: said, three to six episodes. If they spun it for longer, it would be stale. But just a very short, limited series. You can only
0: have Mona Lisa in one, one. or two episodes tops. Did you go to six to ten episodes. No, it's too much.
1: But like I said, I love that you get exactly what I was talking about. Like I said, I would love to see that.
0: Yeah. Damn, I, don't want, the weird words, I don't want to see any of his weird shenanigans. I just want to hear about them either before or after they've happened. No, I don't uh, want to actually no, I, see what he does.
1: Because I'd actually kind of want to just see him doing a huge recovery after he doesn't have Leslie to lean on at all.
0: Oh, the last words he and Leslie had. I love you. I I know, know. and then he asked for his socks, but not for a weird reason. It was a sexual sexual fetish.
1: Yeah, exactly. I
0: miss that show. Um, Another show that has come back into our lives: Invader Zim.
1: Come back is kind of hard pushing it, but yeah, reappeared might be better. It's
0: cameoed, really, truly, because basically. It was a critical darling, uh, a fan darling. I would take another round.
1: That sounds fantastic. Actually, Uh, do you want more? Yeah. Okay. Just a question.
0: Thank you. Um. Where was I? Oh, uh, critical darling, fan darling. um, Obviously, we're fans. uh, Also, critics, and it was our darling. Um, huge fan I've obviously got Johnny the Homicidal well not obviously you can't see it but I've got Johnny the Homicidal Maniac tattoos Um, so Vasquez has been a huge influence Um,
1: I mean I love I Feel Sick more than I can even fucking describe which
0: I Feel Sick was the beginning of that like art style where like if you look at Johnny and I Feel Sick it makes no fucking sense it's the same person I mean it, it does if you follow but like that geometric like you know all the body shapes and all that but the stories connect. Yes, but, like, in terms of if you... Well, and, like, well, Johnny was black and white. Same with Squee. Um, mm, Squee. If you look at um, Everything Can Be... Have you ever read uh, Everything Can Be Beaten? Did you ever read that? It's
1: hard to find, actually.
0: Yeah, it's like an Ashcan book. Like um, I said, it's
1: surprisingly hard to find. Thank that you.
0: works as an yeah. excellent bridge between his two styles. Um well, almost no, like, every,
1: everybody needs growth.
0: Well, it, but I, I imagine, like, it's... Everything can be- I'm sorry, to keep cutting you off. I just, I just- I have a great metaphor no, for No, that's- this.
1: that's your thing. You like to keep cutting me off. I totally haven't heard complaints about it. Well, oh, I have no- Wait, complaints about what? You cutting me off constantly. Oh no, I don't have anything good to say. Go ahead.
0: Okay, now you're just doing that on purpose. I was,
1: and it was funny. However- Go ahead. So what was going to say is the Invader...
0: So what I was saying was... Give okay, me back my was, effing kidding, ten, I'm you kidding, fucking I'm kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm, kidding, I'm
1: kidding, Like I said, with Invader Zim, though, is, yeah, artists have growth and you have to see it, but if you're binging them, it, sometimes it's a little harder to see the growth between their styles and their storytelling. With Zim, I mean, honestly, I think New Zim, which was about a year ago? Yes. Like I said... Enter the
0: Florpus was the name of the... I'm sorry, just so they ahead. can have a yeah, it's context. Yeah, Enter the Forpus was the um, movie length. I think it was like 90 minutes. Um, is, I
1: think they basically said movie. I'm not 100% correct. sure. Correct.
0: Through uh, Netflix. was
1: Netflix. Thank you. Um, like I said, you did get more of that. But, I mean, it was one of those things, much like Joan Vasquez's work even before Zim, where you had to kind of be niche-interested to get turned on to it. And, yeah, it did grow a much larger audience. But, like I said, with Jonan, I mean, I always like Squee more than Johnny, and I love I Feel Sick, but the character that I beyond fell in love with, okay, that's a lie, I fell in love with three characters from Invader Zim, which were Gaz, Tack, and Gur.
0: Did you see Enter the Florpus? Yes. Okay, because Tack's ship comes back. Oh, I know. Who was it? Oh, yeah, Gaz, and and of course, everyone loves Gurr. Well,
1: just curve was, you know, the Sir Robot. He's like, what does the G stand for? I, I don't, don't know. know.
0: Why is there bagging
1: this up? I made it myself. What is that? Infinitely Why do you not quotable. have the chip to make room for the cupcake?
0: <laughs> Doesn't he have, like, a leg full of tuna fish at one point? Yes. Yeah, on so the episode I, they ride the bus. I was, was going to say, that's, exact, that's goes, the same episode. With give make me a ride, bus beast, or whatever he says, bus make creature. Room for the
1: cupcake. But like I said, it's just one of those where... It's a, it almost feels like a giant metaphor for trying to navigate social
0: norms. With a head full of lint, a paperclip, and a gumball, yeah.
1: I, I more meant just not necessarily grr, but zim, and, like, everything's alien weird to you, but you still have to try and figure out how to fit in and work.
0: Well, I mean, I think it's an oversimplified... Okay. No, it's One, an absolute I, th- I think it's an oversimplified take on something like David from Prometheus.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that was not a hint. It was just That was, it was heavy. This is not a
0: cheers to Prometheus by any means. But. Oh, that was a terrible decision. Cards, no, I know.
1: I totally grabbed your water. I'm sorry.
0: Um, so. Um, shit. What was it? Oh. That, um Vasquez has this whole thing about how he loves the idea of like. That everyone thinks like aliens are like an advanced, you know, species. Well, it's just, his idea that, that aliens they come are just down,
1: people.
0: Well, and that they, well, more than that. Or less than that, in that, in that, and that. Uh, and that. He likes the that, idea of like intergalactic... Like, that aliens are morons. Like, the they have the. In the mean. in the, Was it in the meanwhile? In the meantime? In I think Johnny? It was in the meanwhile. But it but was I like. Be yeah, right. like it was in Johnny. In the jo- meanwhile? It was in Johnny and. Um, Squee. Yeah, to some lesser extent, Squee, I believe. No, but anyway. It might
1: have been a little But more they have
0: the one where, like, it's the pic- guy and the chicken, and they're like, we have a male and a female of your species. And they're morons. Like, they're like, these are obviously different species. Um, there you have the Colonel of Zim, that he was sent to Earth. I mean, outside of the whole tallest thing, which we'll get to. <laughs> but um, that he was sent to Earth... And he's like, I am a human child. It's been about an hour. Do you want to go check? Okay. Um, and that's it. Like, All he has to do is like put in some contacts and some hair, but he's still green. He, he still has robot have. parents that come to a PTA meeting and freak out.
1: Except he doesn't have any ears because he has a skin condition. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I watched that not that long ago. He has no ears. I'm sorry, I have a skin Good. condition.
0: And, and what's the, nice
1: what was the name of his teacher? Worm...
0: Oh, yeah. That had like the weird shadowy presence.
1: Yeah, the one that really did seem like a page basically. No,
0: but she um she appeared. That teacher character appeared in Squee. Okay. Sorry. So um, anyway, New Zim versus Old Zim. I will say um, I felt
1: like it fit pretty correctly into like kind of what. Normal thought processes are, and what Zim might do in this situation.
0: I think the writing was, yeah. I mean, I think it was a return to form in terms of that. I think having the original voice actor for Zim uh, come back—not uh, Zim, uh, but Ger uh, Rizzy Rose, uh, Ricky Roserick—come back was great because that was a huge problem with the "quote unquote" third season um, I never or second watched half it. of the that. Yeah, that that Roserick left and no, Bro's I just voice I, changed.
1: like I said I just couldn't well it's one of those things where with Futurama Bender's voice totally changed between season 1 and 2 well yeah
0: but like you look at like the Simpsons season 1 versus the Simpsons season now. Well no now. the same
1: thing can be said about Family Guy it's just one of those whether you but can kind of not, ingrain yourself into the That's evolution. not the
0: voice changing through the same actor That's we're talking two different actors no. for the second half of the second season of Zim um.
1: And like I said I just I could never kind of log that in my brain, because it was too different, and it felt too jarring. I, However, we should I, move on and continue to the well, movie.
0: Hold on. Um, Sorry, go I, ahead. I thought, kind of the second half of of the, uh, the seasons of Zim, kind of, the second season kind of fell off the rails at the end.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they knew that they were done.
0: Um, that's true. And, don't worry about it.
1: That's, never you. Sorry, it was bothering me.
0: And I think this was a return to form both in writing. To to make Zim look slicker than it was was impressive in terms of animation because it is such a minimalist style of drawing. Like everything is geometric, hard lines, very like it's slick to begin with.
1: Well and the funny thing is, is because
0: I wanna say simplistic in a I'm sorry. I, didn't catch up. I, I, wouldn't,
1: wanted... I wouldn't necessarily say simplistic but it was a very minimalist style yes
0: that's what I was trying to get at That, and to make it look that much cleaner was actually really impressive well um, that's
1: one of the things I really liked about it one they used the same color palette and two well, that they, they can't like, not well they could we would just fucking hate it exactly and two the fact that it did oh, not feel like it, it was a return to form, but it wasn't too much of a fucking bastardization of what they'd already no, done. No, and it made
0: sense, and it actually weirdly... Like I said,
1: character-wise and story-wise, it completely made sense. You're making Deborah motions, you know I, I love I, this.
0: Do you know what I actually ultimately loved about it by the end of it? Yeah. Um, which, by the way, the premise of is that Zim comes back after this weird absence in a toilet.
1: It's been quite a long time. I well, I meant
0: in the show, not... No,
1: I just, I don't remember the exact time period the show said.
0: Uh, I don't know. But enough that, like, Dib had become morbidly obese and fused to a hover chair. That because... seems
1: like it was always going to happen.
0: Yes. But that was always Zim's plan, was to make, like, lull Dib into a false sense of security so that he could initiate phase two, which, ultimately, there is no phase two. Um, so You're yeah, sure creates... there is.
1: It has to do with Gurr and Pigs.
0: No, it doesn't. It has to do with um, Professor Membrane making weird um, watches that connect children for peace and then Zim supplements that uh, to teleport the Earth into the straight line because they can't steer, apparently. Yep. uh, Uh, Come on, you remember the 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 Planet Jackers? Yes. Uh, Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. So uh, he teleports Earth into the line of the uh, Urken Armada so that the Tallest have to appreciate his takeover of Earth which they then decide that um, Zim is so annoying that it's worth destroying Earth and then, yeah. So everyone needs to save Earth up to it, including Zim. Um, I like that it actually brought kind of the series to a close as opposed to no, building a, out like said, a, like a, 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 a revival.
1: Like I said, we got a very abrupt end to that series. And admittedly, it made sense to Nickelodeon when it started. It did not make sense to Nickelodeon when it aired. Nickelodeon
0: did not know what it had. It, and
1: Well, no, that's a, that's the thing. It's like I said, when Nickelodeon started first airing original stuff, it was a lot more subversive and experimental. When Zim finally made it on the channel, it wasn't that loose.
0: No, but it was still subversive. I mean, it wasn't as it wasn't as raw as something like Ren and the Stimpy. Um, things that you know. Eventually and
1: also, it's just one of those things where before any of those, you know, premium networks were streaming, oh, it was not something that can actually be a hit. Swim wasn't
0: a thing yet. I mean, you know what I mean? Like at that and point I, in time, that's
1: exactly what I said. Before those networks were Zim streaming, it was, was not something that would have could been be a hit. gangbusters. Did you also realize what saved Adult Swim? It was rebroadcasts of Family Guy. It was the only thing that made the money and gave them good ratings.
0: Uh, it kept them open for
1: at least two years
0: I would say that and then t- The kind of the subdivision of that Which was Tsunami.
1: But yeah, The I mean, late night anime run That's the only reason why I know Inuyasha and Futurama reruns like I said, that's the only reason why I know Inuyasha So I basically Yasha. Foster runs <laughs> But like I said, I'm just saying It was one of those where It was an excellent series But they didn't know how to market it And it wasn't the right fit
0: Invaders in with Nick Lodin, yes no. I completely agree
1: and so now we get it with Netflix which I'm a little sad the series didn't get completely put up on there to be able to binge before that oh, man. because that would have been a massive fucking hit and yes I get that you can't do that anymore but it's just one of those things where you find a niche or you find something that completely captures people and that's how you can do it well, but then
0: like, you have stuff like Black Mirror where Netflix mm. bought it from BBC I still don't like it I don't like the Netflix stuff. Oh,
1: no. It's not for... Like I said, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not for me. The BBC
0: Black Mirror stuff holds up is amazing. But...
1: You know I'm completely right, don't you?
0: Yep.
1: Like Um, I said, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not for me. And so maybe it's a marketing thing. Maybe it's just one of those where you don't know how to capture the right audience.
0: But why why do a Nickelodeon show as a movie? Excuse me. For no reason.
1: I'd say nostalgia and money. It's at the exact right time point for yeah, there to be like, good it's nostalgia. It's not like Stranger
0: Things. Like, no one's going to Netflix and going, Doug, oh, um, hold on. Do you
1: know what one of the new pop dolls premiered at the basically virtual San Diego Comic-Con was? It was a new Invader Zim holding a mini-moose. Was it really? And I love it and I super fucking want it. However, it's probably going to be a crazy amount of money. So I'm just saying I think the they're ones are already gonna cost me. Like I said, as much I as I don't want bed. Netflix to know my brain, they totally know my fucking brain, and maybe they knew when it was the exact right time to reintroduce a quote unquote nostalgic show like this to get people to watch it and pay it attention and turn them on to other things. Okay. Like I said, maybe their marketing department is really, really fucking good.
0: Full of psychic wizards.
1: Mm, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: However But I'm not wrong.
1: More thoughts on Zim or would you like to move on?
0: Uh no, we can move on. Don't talk about the Sandman audiobook?
1: Do you have anything to add?
0: To the Sandman audiobook?
1: Like I said, do you just want me to put things out there and have you respond to them, or do you have some opinions? No, I I haven't listened
0: to it at all. Okay, And and I'm not planning on it, so... Really? Really. You're not big on audiobooks. That and, like, I can't imagine audio comic.
1: Here's the thing, is that it's not an audiobook, it's literally a radio play. So, like, imagine listening to The Shadow or The Flash. But
0: it's through Audible. Yes. No, it's
1: it's an Audible original. You can only get it through Audible. But I mean, think about, you you and I both know the joke about the shadow do. The shadow what? Do. Shadow do? It's about trying to find, never mind, I'm not going to explain the whole joke. But It's about, you know, radio plays back before there was television. And there's very specific voices that you need to do, but there's also music and background noises to make it feel more real. There's sound design, yeah literally could not think of the phrase sound design. Thank you, Doug. But when
0: I listen to yeah, being sarcastic. No,
1: I could not think of the phrase sound design. Okay, because
0: that actually makes it sound like you're mad at me. No. For thinking of the phrase sound design.
1: I'm mad because I didn't think of it myself. I'm not mad at you. Okay,
0: I'll take it. So going
1: back into Sandman.
0: We're getting right into Sandman to begin with.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. we Voice have acting? very... I do not have a problem with James McAvoy at all. However, did you James? ever have James McAvoy's dream? Yes. Is it, did you ever have a book that was, like, to you as a child that you have a complete, like, mental picture of? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's not even necessarily something that you hear, but you have a very clear idea of what it is in your head. And so when somebody translates that to something else, sometimes you need a little bit of time to kind of adjust to that. And James McAvoy does a great job, and if you remember, in book one, Preludes and Nocturnes, you get, like, maybe 30 lines out of Dream. Because he's imprisoned most of the book, and he doesn't say a fucking thing.
0: No. The most he says is when he goes to... He's like, no... Quote, I'll quote, war with hell. Or war with Lucifer.
1: It's just not even really war with Lucifer. Does that even... No, it's just he goes to get back his helm... Yes, well, he goes back. Helm from... his
0: jewel and his bag of sand. Well, no, when he goes, like I said, when he goes to hell, in it's the to the get. First like book. I
1: said, when he goes to get back his helm, it's it's hell.
0: Aren't you glad that audio got lost and I don't don't have me repeating like it's only ten books over and over and over again? No, which not is how the sausage is made. But um... Yes. I'm surprised they had John Jones. Um, I'm surprised they introduced Gadling. But like I
1: said, that was always an interesting understory. What I was annoyed about is that in that understory with Hobbes is that there was a series mention about when he missed the meetup with Hobbes and actually Death went there before him. And Death was like, yeah, he's missing. Came to say, hey, we'll talk later.
0: In the audiobook? No. No. Well, yeah. So my thing is, like, it's a whole bunch of setup.
1: In our repeat, I only get book one.
0: Yes, this is only what's called *Proteus and Nocturnes. This is not uh, what the second book is called. Oh um, God, I have to go fucking look. Yeah, cause the third book is *Game of You*. No, it's the fourth. I
1: think *Game of You* is more like fourth or fifth, but yeah. Fourth. Well, like I, said, I think the fifth book is the one like that's I said it's, it's literally preludes nocturnes which I totally get and it sets up so many characters but it's one of those where when sometimes you see a series or a movie that sets up so much of what you already know and you have no fucking idea of what's going to follow. And will I be mad if nothing ever happens? No. but I would like it. They did a good job. It was interesting and it's supposedly an audible bestseller. Well, However, I mean, like I told you, if they've never listened to Sandman, who would be interested in it?
0: Well, and you said the sound design was a little rough.
1: That might just be for me. It's just one of those where they keep turning up like the music, the meh, 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 a little bit too loud, and it never like drowns out any of the discussion or you know conversation. But it's just so distracting.
0: Okay. Like so, you
1: get a little bit of a little bit too much of like Wagner's you know classical music in the
0: background. Right. Okay.
1: And I mean, you totally get some of the um, Calliope story and that Cat of a Thousand Dreams story.
0: Oh man! Like you like, get all those like weird side stories,
1: which I like, and they totally included. But unless you're going to do the whole series, it seems disjointed.
0: Well, and even when you read it, it's disjointed. I mean, but
1: it was a comic, when does he though.
0: ever come back to the dream of cats? To- oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to be like, yeah, do you really want yeah, me to
1: talk about
0: yeah. that? No,
1: yeah, the, um, yeah. the key, the key storyline. What,
0: what? What What? am I going to ruin?
1: They're going to put out other books. We don't know. So. But like I said, it's just one of those things where, no, it's not Calliope. It's um, Halliopeia.
0: No, it's Calliope.
1: No, it's with an H. Oh, you're right, I'm thinking of something else. It is kind of... You're thinking
0: of way later with Hippolyta. Thank you. Mm -hmm. But like Mm -hmm. I said, it's just Mm -hmm. one of those Mm
1: -hmm. where maybe it's just...
0: With uh, the the round guy and Brute, or whatever it was. Where they make their own dreaming.
1: Oh, no, that's Gob and Brute, which happens in this first book. And he defeats them.
0: Is that in the first book?
1: Yes, there were four things that were missing from the in the Corinthian, no, yeah, four things: the Corinthian, Fiddler's Dream, well, Gob, and Brute.
0: And Gob and Brute built their own.
1: Yes, they cut a boy Jed, who was one of the other characters' brothers, mm-hmm. off from the Dreaming. Yes, and like I said, and you have the Corinthian, and you that? have Fiddler, yes, the first book.
0: Wow, really. God, there was so much to have in that first book. I haven't read Sam in forever.
1: And honestly, if they're going to put out more, I'd say don't. Mm. But we don't fucking know. However, let's move on.
0: Okay. You um, need I... to know
1: about your Vidget game.
0: Okay, so... I've had a few drinks. I'm going to say things interchangeably. Such as... Ghosts, ghost... Ghost... Toshima. And, well, that's it. Um, I'm going to try to say all the Japanese as accurately as I can as a white man. Let's just be honest on just that say one.
1: Spoiler. Spoiler alert.
0: I'm going to sound like an ugly American.
1: Like I said, I'm going to try and pronounce what I think is correct. Correct me. Oh, no.
0: I, 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 I hear it over and over in this game. It's.
1: Pete, correct me, thank you. Tuchima. Tuchima? Tuchima.
0: So, The Ghost of Tuchima, I've been playing. It's um, the new kind of like uh, Sony exclusive game for this summer. And I talked about this off air. I have the perfect metaphor for it. So, here it is. Okay. Okay. Ghost of Tsushima, much like a car is four wheels and an engine, Ghost is an action-adventure third-person game. Okay. Now, the paint on this is what matters. Yes.
1: need a very detailed description, but continue.
0: One, it's based on historical fiction, uh, based in 1274. Okay. Um, this is actually true. The Mongols did invade Japan. There was a samurai no. uprising. Yeah. Um, I'm playing the last samurai from that uprising. That actually that makes me
1: physically uncomfortable for a very odd reason, but continue.
0: It's not a turd, but polishing it. That polish is fantastic.
1: Is it worth playing?
0: One, there's Kurosawa mode, which I love. The fact that this game is basically playing a Kurosawa movie, if you slam through the storyline and play it in Kurosawa mode, which is black and white in Japanese, with uh, English subtitles, is cinematically brilliant. I know. And sound-wise, once again, sound design, we go back to that. Brilliant. It's great. It heightens the... Uh, Experience, story telling. Yes. But like, it's got... More combat. Oh, goddammit.
1: A stug awkwardly deals with the spoon.
0: So, one, um, a katana is a deadly weapon.
1: Um, no shit. Most knives are.
0: Yeah. Uh, how many video games have you played that that's actually accurate?
1: It's me. How many video games have I played?
0: Doesn't matter. How many video games have you played that a katana is an actual Weapon.
1: I think in real life I use a katana as a murder weapon. that's not a good question.
0: So my enemies get taken down like two to immediately. three. Immediately. Two to well, I wouldn't say immediately. Easily? We'll get into that in a second. But like two to three, like whacks. Because it's a fucking katana. Now you do have different stances. These stances change. Like, uh, stone stance is strong against uh, sword uh, sword enemies uh, there's wind against shield I'm not gonna get into all of them but there are literally like five different stances that in the middle of the game in the middle of combat you can actually slow time down for like a hot second and change stance to attack them
1: so it's really a very visceral evolution of the game.
0: Absolutely. I've never seen anything in terms of combat like this at but, all. And I mean, story-wise, like, like
1: I said, story-wise, bow-wise, it kind of makes sense, and it really integrates well.
0: Well, like, is a samurai, like, wait, what? Hold on, what was the question?
1: Story-wise, character-wise, it kind of integrates very well. Uh,
0: I would say character-wise, yes. I mean, you're a samurai, so you unlock all these, and you can, like, watch other people and, like, learn different techniques. Okay. So, like, in the middle of a fight, like, I'm like, oh, shit, there's, like, two spear guys and a shield guy. Um, shield guy's rushing me. I'm gonna change stance. And then, like, oh, there's now two spear guys because I killed the shield guy. Um, I'm gonna change stance. Like, you can change your actual, like, martial arts combat in real time through this game so I've never the, seen anything like that how
1: does it. the haiku come into
0: this ok we're going to get into haiku in a second because uh. that's a thing so yes if you listen to Nerd Vomit you've known there's a running gag about chasing pigeons on Spider-Man in this game oh I don't, that's
1: kind of insane man too Sandman, he's feeding pigeons, and that's when death's approaching.
0: Okay. Where do you want to go from this?
1: Fine, continue.
0: No, I mean, where do you want to go from this?
1: Pigeons suck. Pass.
0: Okay. There are things in this Japanese religion and uh, historic fiction that actually come in that you actually do follow birds. You do follow foxes. You do follow the wind as things of your ancestors.
1: Okay, so basically trust in something you can't control Trusting, or navigate. Yeah, like yeah, like so, so something randomly, you can't like control or navigate. Yeah,
0: randomly I'll come ac- across a, uh, a fox den and I have to like follow that fox, or there's a golden bird where I'm like. I don't know why it's taking me, and it always takes me somewhere I don't want to go. That's the end of the story. Damn. Yeah, fuck those birds, by the way. Um, Jesus, apparently. The wind is the spirit of your father, and you can actually like set things where, like, where the wind blows, that's where you're supposed to go. Okay. Uh, and then, of course, there are haikus, where places where you can just reflect, and you can actually... Build a haiku out of different choices, I guess. I just, like,
1: never really understood why people thought haikus were amazing because to me it'd be like "fuck yourself," "fuck off," "go fuck yourself," "fuck you." And yes, I know that's not the right. That's of actually almost
0: all of haikus.
1: <laughs> but I mean, that's go kind
0: fuck of, yourself. Fuck, fuck off. yourself harder. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. You too. There you go. There's a fucking icon. But um,
1: still there's just more. Hey, there's my
0: fucking poetry.
1: <laughs> okay, should we move on?
0: Um, I like that. There's like, um, it's bigger than I previously thought. Um, ninety-two missions across the entire three states.
1: How many have you done?
0: None. Fast. <laughs> Um, this game is huge. The actual initial map of I, the first state. I told state. you, they
1: made pop-doll announcements at, you know, virtual San Diego Comic-Con.
0: Okay. Still doing all
1: right here yet? Good, thank you. Okay. Anything else? Uh, yeah, a couple things. Um, actually, so,
0: real quick, I just want to say, so I always have a neck for picking games with a shit ton of fucking side missions that I will never get to the storyline until we talk in the next couple weeks. Go ahead.
1: Because of a... I, I can't even see somebody you supports us, but like I said, because of URLs, apparently we should talk about the
0: boys for a few minutes. Okay.
1: Why the fuck did Starlight not murder everyone?
0: Her powers aren't, aren't that powerful?
1: She could murder a lot of them.
0: No, she couldn't.
1: She really could.
0: We don't know that much about Dark Noir.
1: I'd like to actually see her try.
0: No. maybe she we'll got, see it on the next she, season. No,
1: I'm like, she got super raped, and everything else is really terrible. Go ahead, Doug. I wouldn't... Go ahead.
0: Okay. Super raped?
1: She basically got told she couldn't do the job she was hired for unless she banged him.
0: Guess yes, it's rape. That's not like super rape.
1: No, it's kind of super because rape.
0: Because they're super.
1: Yeah, we'll leave this online. That'll be great.
0: Sure. What else have you got?
1: Uh, so, <laughs> actually, relist to the first of our couple episodes. Um, I do have something to correct from our first episode. Okay. Which, frankly, you'll probably laugh at. I actually now can literally rewatch Watchmen, the movie.
0: Because of the HBO, the HBO series?
1: No. It is not watchable. It's a good movie, but it's really hard and it's really fucking nasty, but it's been enough years. I can actually rewatch Watchmen.
0: Which version?
1: The one where they actually totally bang to fucking Leonard Cohen
0: okay that's in the theatrical so that, the director's cut the extended director's cut the
1: extended director's cut was pointless the director's cut was pretty good okay but like I said it's one of those where I'm like I can rewatch Watchmen okay it gets everything that we needed to but it just didn't have anything to kind of explore into what Watchmen actually was
0: I still like that sex. Sorry. Pass.
1: Nobody needs to bang to Hallelujah.
0: Yeah, but it does end with him sitting on the, or her sitting on the, the fire button.
1: repeat, nobody needs to have sex to Hallelujah.
0: Okay. What else you got?
1: So, I re-listened to everything. In our first episode, we talk about rewatchability. Okay. Which I told you with... Watchmen, there was one other thing we had done that we didn't do now, which was social contract. Okay. Well, you and I don't actually interact with people anymore. What was the smile?
0: I don't know where this is going.
1: No, it more has to do with the fact that I hate everyone, I hate people, and social contracts still fucking makes sense.
0: We hate everything. Wear a mask. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well no we can have like a forty five minute conversation about that. It was more the fact that social contract, you and I have made so many comments. sorry, I'm apparently supposed to speak louder. When we started social contract, it was about us working in the service industry and people not being assholes. And frankly, also you should all stop being assholes. But since Who are they people?
0: Okay. Up to and including service industry people?
1: Kinda, yes. But it's more of that things are weird in the world right now, so what is so bad about being a little bit overly polite to everybody? What's so bad about wearing a mask or not trying to brush somebody or stand too close to them?
0: Nothing. If you like what you heard, check some of our other shows out like Exotic Liability, Nerd Vomit, Black Falls, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music or at www.bacnpodcast.com
1: Oh yeah